righty, guys. So we continue now into the face reading. Face reading is quite important because in Hebrew, the way you say face is panim. Panim. Panim means face. And primiyut in Hebrew means internal. The Kabbalists believed thousands of years ago that when Moses and Jethro met each other, Jethro was talked to Moses about reading people and choose the right leader. And he used the word and you shall see. And when he used the word and you shall see, he was relating it more into the idea of reading their face and reading their hand. And just by looking at their face, and face is so much fascinating, more than the hand, because the hand is, you have to take the hand, look and touch and feel and the fingernails, but the face is just open. Even if the person did a plastic surgery, there is so many other things to look at. Okay, so first thing you're looking at is in the face. If you look at people's face, you get a feeling. You don't even know what it is, but you actually have a feeling that you cannot put your finger on it, but you say, I don't know what it is, but I feel something. There is something going on here, and I don't know what it is. So let me tell you what it is that you are looking at. When you look, at the face, you want the face to be symmetric. You want the ears to be symmetric, the eyes, the two nostrils, okay, the lips. We want things to be in the middle, and from the middle to the side, everything will be just, that's called perfect for us. We don't know why. We don't, I mean, do you mind if somebody will have a big ears like that on this side, and the other you cannot see it. You say, ooh, why you say ooh? You don't even know why you say ooh. Because there is a secret about the face that when you're looking at the face, the ear represents something, the eyelashes represent something, the eyebrow, the forehead, the nose, the size of the nose, where it's going this way, that way, or any other direction, the lips, size of the lips, okay? The, the style of the hair, those of you still have hair, how is it gonna grow? Every, every part of your face represents something. Every part of your face represents something. So just by looking at people's face, Done. You don't even know why you're sitting in the coffee and you're scanning people as they come in to grab their coffee it, it, it make you happy. It's not about just looking at the most sexy or beautiful people. You actually look at every face because so many faces out there. So many faces. And every face represents something. Now, people sometimes ask me about there is culture. People are born in Africa look a certain way. Japan, China, uh, South Korea, North Korea, Russia. You're right. Faces belong to a certain... Uh, area, okay, Middle East, okay, or Europe, North America, South America, Africa, right, Far East. All this area of soul that been born to that area based on something that they did last lifetime. So we are having here the concept of reincarnation. Now, the concept of reincarnation, when you talk about reincarnation, reincarnation means that you come here to this life to correct what you did wrong in another lifetime, and you have to correct it. You must correct it. Why? Because you did some damage. You, what should I say, tear apart some wire, and it's your job to put the wire again together. It's your job to find a way to put the wire and connect it again. If you're not going to do it and connect it again, then you, you will have to pay the price. 
and you don't have to pay the price if you don't want to, but you will have to pay the price. You have to pay the price somehow, by force or not by force. If you do it not by force, you don't have to suffer. If you do it by force, you will have to suffer. You will have to go to some pain. Because the universe will come to you and say, hey, you owe us something, you need to pay right now. So again, looking at the face, the first thing that you want to look at, I have some picture here. Those pictures, whatever you look at, okay, it, it, I call it irregular faces. It's basically a picture of four SS officers from the Nazi. And you can see that there is a lot of off things about the face. It's irregular. I don't think the picture is perfect. I hope I will put on my site a better picture um, that you can see it more to the details. But sometimes you see faces that one ear is bigger than the others, one eye is bigger than the others. There is a all of irregularity in the face that is absolutely not balanced. That's when the person comes with an issue from another lifetime or this lifetime. How do you know it's from another lifetime or this lifetime? Very simple. You look at the hand. The hand is from this lifetime. The face can carry something from another life. So if the face is totally look crooked and really scary for you, that means the first thing you look is the thumb. If the thumb is also short, you have a short thumb, very short, and the fingernails is really ugly. Forgive me for saying ugly, but it look not so pretty. Together with the face, which is not in order, then we have a person that even in this lifetime carries some negativity from another lifetime. People don't born evil. They have to carry something from another lifetime being evil into this lifetime. And then in this lifetime, they have a choice to prevent themselves from being as evil as they used to be in another lifetime. This is their choice. So irregularity in the face is the first integration. Whoa, that's scary. Okay? For that reason, now you know, when we look at a face of somebody called Panim. We can actually see the tribute. We can see the internal. We love beautiful faces. Who doesn't like beautiful faces? For that reason, you look at the magazine. You the beautiful women, beautiful men with a beautiful, perfect face. A lot of that being corrected through the computer, of course, and spray and different things and makeup. But the main idea of where the ears will be, eyes location and all this and that, you can correct it with plastic surgery, but Still, there is the thing that you can see in the face. So pretty face, things are perfect in the face. Give a chance for that person to be as good as they can be in this lifetime. Of course, there is so many other details we have to look at. And that's what we are here for, to take you on a ride that we're going to go step by step to check everything that's going on there. Okay? So, let's start. The first thing I'm looking at, here in those pictures, is basically the hairstyle. You know, I, I put women here, not men, uh, because if you ask women how important it is for you to take care of your hair, you will be shocked how important it is. Uh, most men, they care, but not that much. A man who has more feminine energy care about their hairstyle, but a man that has more muscular energy really don't care about that part of their face. And it's kind of weird why Okay, why women don't have beer, men does. I mean, so much question about that. And you can say hormones, you can say all kind of things, but there is a spiritual explanation to that as well. So women and men are built differently. Women are representing something called malchut, represent the receiving energy, the one that receive all the blessing. And 
the male represents the force that's supposed to activate the blessing. Very different energy. The air itself is the antenna to connect to those forces. So the way that your hair color and your hairstyle has been built, that's exactly the way that the energy flow into your soul. For that reason, it's a super, super important to understand it step by step. So let's start. When somebody born with red hair, that's mean fire. There is a lot of energy, like Aries, like Leo, like Sagittarius. Fire, fire, fire. Now, if it's curly, it's even more. So everything which is curly is the highest density of energy. Everything which is red is the highest level of energy. So curly, with red, we have somebody who's on fire. Always something going on. Always energy. There is always happening. Those people, for example, if you're going on a date with them, you can sit there and think. You can talk about probability and philosophy. It has to be, let's do it, let's dance, let's be active. Curly hair, red, something has to happen. Of course, there is other area of the face we have to look at. But this is the major, major thing you have to look at. Now, the color that exists is red, is the number one. Then, of course, black. Then, of course, brown or blonde. Then, of course, white. Okay? For that reason, the color, the red, is the most selfish, not in a bad way, most for myself. And the white is the most giving. That's why when we're getting older, we have white hair because the tendency to give is higher. People want to give more. It's like milk, like water, I want to give. That's why it's white. Of course, there is explanation on the medical field, why and how. I'm not going there. The red has to do with more fire. I want to take. I want to, it's mine. It's not bad. So I don't want you to judge people with the red hair. The opposite, if you know how to be with them, it's fun. Because red hair is people who are always want more from life. So they can be your teacher. They can teach you how to want more. They can teach you how to grab more. It will be never red hair person who will say it's enough. It's always something more. Always something more. Very active. Now, not necessarily concentrate very well because of the fire and the curly hair. If they have curly hair, they're all over the place. Okay? So they're on fire. Black hair, curly, still strong energy. Solid, more strong, more stable, but a lot of energy, a lot of activity. They have to do sport, like the redder. They have to move the body. They cannot just sit still. When the hair is more straight, this is better for teacher, speaker, business people. They are better in that area of doing less with the body, more with the lips, more with the mind. When it's curly, more with the body, more activity. So sometimes I see somebody who's curly hair and red and they become a CPA. I always tell them it's a terrible job for you. And they always get angry with me. I tell them, listen, you're young and I need to tell you, you're not born to become a CPA. You can see it. So no, that's what I want to do with my parents. Want me. I said, but it's not you. Sorry, not you. Find a hobby. Find something. Go play soccer, football, basketball, run, ski. Because you got to do something. Otherwise, that energy will go against you. You can become sick. Very dangerous. Sometimes with the people who are straight hair, blonde, you know, and they want to do too much sport. Not the best thing for them. I always tell them, find another 
peaceful moment where you sit and write, paint, relax your spirit. Because you have to find out more about your energy. Because the air itself is the energy how it's coming into your body. I mean, think about it. I mean, how important it is for women to take care of their hair. It's unbelievable. Hair salon is it's, it's a big business. It's a big business. I, I live in LA. If you go in Melrose, every half a block there is a salon. It's, they're all doing well. I mean, well, what is going on? I mean, why, why so many? Why, why you have to do? I mean, I grew up with three sisters. So I tell you, when they had to go to a wedding bar mitzvah or some event, that was a disaster in my house. Nothing could happen. They have to take care of their hair. This is it. This is the one thing they have to do. Why? Because women feel psychically, from an intuitive point of view, they feel that that energy that comes to them has to come to that channel into the body. So they know to fix their hair has to be very important. Some of them color their hair. Why? Because if you are red and you change it into blonde, which is a lot of work, but people do that, or you want to wear your hair straight instead of curly, that means that that woman trying to become more calm. It's okay, not a problem. Is this affecting her? It's not that the hair affecting her, her desire affecting her, and because of that, she go ahead and change her hair. For that reason. So she wants everything to become flat, all of a sudden. Okay? She wants to come down. With the time, it will, it, will, it will happen, by the way. It will happen. But some people born with a curly hair, very curly, they have to be active. Don't try to make them not active. That's who they are. They are hyper. It's okay. Just use it in the right way. By the way, if they not become active, people with curly hair, it can affect, again, their health. It's not so good. Not so good. They gain weight very quickly. They, they, they have issues with, with, with digestive system. So because the energy that flow into their body is so powerful, spiritually and physically, that if they don't release all the time, they can fall into depression, sadness, all kinds of issues, addiction. So just make sure I'm sharing that with you. Now, some people will, will wake up in the morning and their hair will stand. And it's, it means that the night before they have some arguments or they get angry. So the air itself, I'm not saying when you go to the salon and they put all kind of chemical on your hair and it's all of a sudden, you know, uh, spike or it grow like a cactus. I'm talking about more when you have a rough night and you wake up in the morning and the hair like totally standing. So this is the electricity that you are angry. Because anger, by the way, anger is one of the worst crime you can do to yourself. When you get angry, you're hurting yourself so bad. So bad, not others. What you do to yourself is the worst thing you can do to yourself. And it's going directly to your liver, from the liver to the gallbladder, from the gallbladder to the heart, from the heart to the brain. After the brain starts thinking negativity, and you don't even know why you think negativity. Because you actually feed the anger, feed the liver, feed the gallbladder, feed the heart, feed all the way to the brain, and then disaster taking place. Because why am I thinking negative? I don't know. Liver, gallbladder, heart, and so on and so on. Okay, just want to make sure it's clear because from now on, when you're going into a restaurant, you look irregularity of the face, then the hair. Look at them. That's the most powerful thing to look at. Okay, curly, red, a lot of fire. Okay, white, straight, just want to share. Just want to share, just want to give. So don't be judging them if they say, I don't want to give you. You just didn't know how to ask it in a better way. So people straight, a lot of 
women want to be straight blonde hair. A lot of women hate being straight. They want to become Kelly now. Why? Where is that? This? A lot of men changing their hair. Some want to do it pink, blue, green. What's with that? Of course, that has to do more with the color of the chakra. The chakra is divided into seven colors. So people feel I no longer want to be red. And we know the red chakra is in the bottom. It's all about survivals and fear. As the red going all the way up, it becomes purple or white. So now you know why white hair is more in the crown chakra. It's more giving. I'm here to give. Some people like it blue. Blue has to do with psychic ability or ability to speech. Green has to do with your heart. Okay? Orange has to do with your passion. Pink. So, or this color that people choose to bleach their hair, blonde, or whatever they want to do, has to do with their desire to become something that they are not. For that reason, you have to look at it. Because once they believe they can become it, they become it. The mind wave of a human being is an unbelievable machine. If you think you can do it, you will do it. If you think you're not going to do it, you will not do it. The brain, the brain is just the best thing that the Creator gave us. I just want to share that. All right. I'm sure you have some questions. Don't be shy to send us the question so we can add more part in to the face reading. Now, let me take you to the next journey, which is the TV on your face. The Kabbalists believe that you have a TV, you carry a TV on your face, and the TV located exactly on your forehead. Before I'm going into the details of everything on that flat screen TV called the forehead, I would like first to divide the forehead into three. And this is mostly based on Chinese information. That wisdom in China called the Sang Mind, teaching us that the mind or the forehead is divided to logic, memory, and intuition. They are more talking about the shape of the forehead. So now you look at the hair of people, style, curly, straight, blonde, white, black. Next thing you're looking, forehead. Kabbalists mostly look at the forehead. That's the first thing you look at. Kabbalists look at the forehead, the thumb. That's the two things. So if me and Leah are walking into a cafe, one, two, done. That's enough for me. One, two, enough. Then, if I want more, more details, hand, nose, eyes, color, eyelashes, eyebrows, and the information starts to come together. But it takes time. I'm doing it for 30 years, all day, from morning to night. It's different. You gotta learn that, and hopefully with the time you will become the best reader you can become. But let's talk about that. What does that mean, logic, memory, and intuition? So let me show you how it works. I'm now gonna try to draw the forehead. This is the forehead from the side. Okay, looking at the forehead like this, like you look at my forehead here. This is how I'm looking at the forehead. Um, I'm not the best drawer, but if we divide it to three, like it's been divided there, so the logic, okay, put it L here, okay, memory and intuition, right? Logic, memory, LMI. So what does that mean that it's a strong forehead? If the forehead is round all the way, nothing 
go wrong with that. That means the logic, the intuition, and the memory are building 33% each. Perfect for it. Great. No problem for another lifetime. Sometimes, like my forehead, I'm sure you can see it on the camera, will have issues. My forehead have this issue. The memory of my forehead is a bit missing. That's when my intuition is strong, my logic is strong, memory skills is down. Meaning, I can't trust my memory 100%. That's when this has been developed pretty well, so I get, let's say, 47, okay? 47% here, okay? And the rest is memory. So the memory is weak, it's not good. So I have to trust more by intuition and logic. But there is a problem. And most people have that issues. If I trust my intuition, which is feeling, remember the, the heart line, I feel something. The logic is indication of statistic, probability, proof, scientific. So from a scientific point of view, I will prove that wrong. From a feeling point of view, from an intuition point of view, I will prove that wrong. Give me an example. I'm driving on a highway. I'm checking the weather, not the weather, the traffic. And the traffic said on ways, on the navigation system, on the radio, say, well, here we have something called the 101, 405, or the 10. There is a bad traffic or bad accident on the 101. Try to go to a different highway or different road. My intuition tells me, Alayao, stay on 101. My logic say, hey, what are you doing? Get off the 101, you just heard the news, get out. My intuition says, stay. Who to listen to? <laughs> Who is right? Both. Just the logic is right when? At the moment. The logic can tell you what's going to happen if this is 3 o'clock, let's say it's 3 p.m., and I can get the information at 3 p.m. I'm right, 3 p.m. But the intuition tells me what's going to happen at 3.15. I can't tell by the logic what's going to happen at 3.15. The intuition tells me at 3.15, things open. It doesn't tell you 3.15. It tells you, just go. But it doesn't tell you the time. You don't have a clock when it has to do with the intuition. You just have, hey, it's happening here. So you got to listen to the intuition, of course, because the intuition tells you the future. What if you're wrong? <laughs> Everybody's always worried, what if I'm wrong? When I'm thinking like, what if I'm wrong? It's not the intuition talking, it's the logic. So when I say, what if I'm wrong? The logic took over. So if you're already having doubts, if your intuition is right or wrong, you're gonna do a mistake because you're no longer trusting your intuition, you're gonna do a mistake. The same thing, if you have emotional imbalance at that day, your intuition will mislead you. What is an intuition? It's based on feeling, it's not based on logic. It's based on your heart. So if you are in a bad mood, if you are in a anger or upset with someone, your intuition will lead you into bad places. So you gotta be careful not to trust the intuition when you're angry, upset, or when you're having doubts, so you're going back to the logic. What are you doing with the memory lost? I developed something that many people use, but they don't know that they're using it. I just developed the name for it. 
I call it intuitive memory. Intuitive memory meaning that we have a bank of information that store in the intuition. So instead of using the memory, which I don't have, I'm going into that intuition bank of memory. In the intuition bank of memory is endless amount of cells of memory. And you can remember everything. I can sit with a person that I read 25 years ago. And after three minutes of conversation, which I have no idea who they are in the beginning, because I don't have the memory cell to tell me who they are. Nothing, zero about them. No name, no number, no, no, I have no idea who they are. Yesterday I gave a lecture in Calabasas. Lady came to me, oh, you remember me 15 years ago? Say, I used to play like I do remember, but now I'm done doing it. I said, to be honest, don't remember you. Don't remember who you are, what you are to me. Don't remember when we met. After five minutes into the lecture, I look at her, and the intuition from looking at her face brought to me all the information. Because intuition has all the picture, all the memory, like a movie. But it's not like memories of numbers. And all the information, like a file being opened, came down. In the end of lecture, I told her everything about her. She was shocked. So, oh my God, you remember me? So, well, I don't know if I remember you, but the intuition helped me to remember every human that I ever met. Many people ask me, how can you remember everything? I say, I don't. I don't remember most, I, I don't remember, terrible memory. But I do remember based on intuition, based on picture. And that's what they call people, call it sometimes photographic memory. You know, some people give it a different name. And it's true, you know, if you remember a photo, if you remember a picture, that's more has to do with your intuition. Memory that comes from the intuition. So this is people with a forehead like that, that there is a little bit in the middle, there is like curve or something missing. It seems like something missing. When you have that situation, when you meet, when you're dating somebody like that, you're talking to their logical brain, they love smart people, but they also love intuition. Now, some people, will have flat forehead like that, and then in the intuition line, it will be bulging out. Remember, that's the intuition. So flat in the logic, flat in the memory, great intuition, great intuition. Meaning you're gonna see that the eyebrow area here, which is the area of intuition, bulging out, strong. Those people are amazing, uh, Intuition. Now let's let's explain intuition. Uh, animal has a great intuition too. Lion has a great intuition. Tiger, eagle, dog, cat. They have to survive, so they feel things. They don't think. They have reflex and intuition. Two things: reflex, intuition. The intuition create a certain memory in the intuition memory, turn into reflex. They don't think, by the way. They don't think to attack. Um, let me see how I do my Kung Fu right now. The tiger say, hey, yesterday I did left hand, maybe I do right. No, that's nothing. They have intuition, reflex. That's it. That's it. People think they think, they don't think. So when people have a strong intuition, they have some animal kingdom in them. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It's just they're born with the animal kingdom ability. Those people will be super, super talented. And whatever they feel, they're never wrong. The only mistake they will do with their life, let's say if they're jealous, they, they can turn to become very jealous, very aggressive. You have to look at the, th the size of the thumb. If the size of the thumb is short, 
together with super intuition, they can be angry. They can have anger issues, they gotta take care of it. It's very important. With a red curly hair, not a good combination, because red means fire, mean blood, mean, you know, have to be careful not to stay next to gun, not to stay next to knife, not so good. Short thumb, curly red hair, only intuition, bulging out, not a great combination. Stay away from weapon. Not good for you. You 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 shade some blood last lifetime, don't do it again. If the bone is a Virgo, definitely stay away. Aries or Virgo, stay away from knife around you, metal around you, um, gun around you, no good. You're not in the good area with weapon. You're not in a good area to learn fighting, okay? The intuition that you're born with will give you fear. You're gonna have some fear when you feel vibe from people. You're gonna get angry because fear from a psychological point of view covered by anger. Every person who's angry has fear first. First you're afraid, then you attack. So the fear give birth to the anger. When you have a strong intuition, the fear is even stronger because you actually feel what's going on in the room. It's really uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. If you sit next to negative people, you're gonna feel it all. You're gonna feel everything going on in the room. So you have to surround yourself by good people or you have to learn how to protect yourself from the negative energy. Some people wear different bracelet, different wire, different things like, like a crystal, different things around their body to protect you with help, by the way. The best thing that I always tell people that help is take a shower or go to a, a pool of water that has salt in it. Salt always clean that negativity that you just met, okay? So Cambridge in the old days used to do something called mikveh. Mikveh is a pool of water that has water of rain and well water mixed together. And when they go into the water naked, of course, the water surrounding them and all the negativity from other people affect them, no longer affect them. They start new every day. Cambridge do it every morning, by the way, before the meditation, before the pray. So it's quite important to understand that intuitive people, people with a great intuition, yes, you can become psychic. Yes, you know a lot of the things that are happening around you, but not necessarily that you know the future. You might be afraid of the future because you feel what's going on in the present. Intuition doesn't mean knowing the future. Intuition means that whatever you feel is right. So if you meet a person who's negative in that moment, they are negative for sure. But you don't know one thing. In half an hour from now, they might be righteous, but you will never know. You think they were negative for the rest of their life. Not true. They changed, but you would never know about it. So once you felt the negativity, absolutely right. Half an hour later, you're wrong. So intuition, best gift. You want to have an advisor? Choose that as an advisor. Okay? You have red hair, curly hair with intuition? Not the best advisor. Because the, the, the mood swing, they, they're changing so much together with what they feel. It's a disaster. It's very difficult for them to, to function. Now we need to help them, of course, when they come to an advisor like me or a reader like me. So I, I, I guide them step by step what to do, what not to do. That they, they are right, but they have to develop their personality to become better and better every day. Great. Intuitive people, very talented. Can be a great athlete as well, a musician, a singer, acting, uh, so many great things. Of course, if the ring finger is large, uh, they are definitely a performer and fame. Uh, just 
not to let negativity affect you. And please reach out to me in my organization and I will help you step by step how not to let negativity affect your personality. Now, there is another part to the void, of course, the, the last part. Some people born with strong logical and then nothing going down. So if this is the logic, memory, intuition, those people might be very cold. They're not bad people, they're just logic. They want proof for everything. Everything has to be with proof. Everything has to be with scientific proof. They're not in to talk to you about philosophy. Normally the finger are large and long. They want proof. That's how they like to talk. Physician, physics, scientists, logic, great brain, great memory skills, unbelievable chess player. Wow, 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 wow. If you're getting into a relationship with them, might be too dry. You might get bored. Usually the lips are thin. Logical brain like that. Might be nothing going on there, but so much fun if you love smart people. If you love smart people, the logical part of the brain that's been developed so well, making them to who they can become, and through that, okay, through that, you know that you can trust the brain, and they quite loyal, but they can be super judgmental because they're very smart, so they can judge some people who are uh, a bit what they call dumb, okay? I think we did the whole uh, idea of the forehead. Uh, what left maybe is the, um, if we take, for example, uh, the logic and the memory and then no intuition. So it's a very similar, that's why I didn't mention it. So logic, memory, and no intuition. So that's been CPA, if you want to choose a CPA, accounting department, perfect, okay? Logic and memory has to be, it's the top where the hair growth, and then after that, the middle, what I don't have, most of it I don't have. So these two things is the area of great people that can advise people for logic. For that reason, I'm a spiritual advisor because my intuition is very strong and my logic is very strong. So I will talk to people in a logical way about things that I feel from intuition point of view. So for me being so intuitive, I take my intuition, but I present it in a logical way so people can understand it in a way it will be easy for them. I'm doing reading since I was quite young, 17. You know, a book was given to me by my own sister, my older sister. My father was doing reading at that time using different type of cards. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, and my father may rest in peace, uh, my grandmother from my father's side used to do more the secret technique of reading. My grandfather on my mother's side used to be removing witchcraft and the evil eyes. So I come from a lineage of uh, families that used to do all kinds of this stuff. It doesn't mean you cannot become one of it, okay? I just born with a certain gift that I'm more intuitive and I'm more psychic than others, but it doesn't make me better than you. I believe everybody can become it if you want it enough. And I remember when I met my master of Kabbalah, 
You know, when he looked at me, he said to me, wow, you, you carry some lineage secret. And I thought, yes, I come from a family. Everybody was dealing with mysticism. So I would like you to be one of the person who teach everybody how to do that. And I did teach so many people all over the world how to read, how to be there for people, and how to guide people in a better way. Next time, what we're going to do, we're going to start talking about different type of lifetime based on your forward line, based on what you call the wrinkle. But I want you to send me some questions about all the information I share with you, and then we can take it to the next level. Thank you, and I see you next time.